Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you could have first heard this episode nine months ago if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St. Clements each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes, lots of other marvellous benefits, and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your ticks. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash ironfilings. This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Dawson. Pow, pow, pow. I'm Sam Nifty Delaney. So what? Welcome along to the uh, Melchester Odyssey Part 93. Um, edging towards that uh, memorable uh, tally of 100 of these fucking things. But we're still before, going... Uh, Andy, before we get into Roy's antics on the cricket pitch... Yeah. Um, just before recording this, we recorded our usual Friday episode, which is, I like, the freeform jazz podding where we just get to update people yeah. on what's going on, both in our lives and the wider world. Yeah. Right? I mean, this went out uh, like last Friday, so this, there's a big gap between that and, yeah, and this going out. We, but... So it's completely against all Top Flight Time Machine protocol for me to bring up something that's topical in a Roy Race episode. But if I don't, then it will be well, lost forever. More so for one that's going to be going out in six years' time, but proceed. Yeah, and some people who aren't IFS will be listening to this in a year's time. It, well, yeah, exactly. Nevertheless, yeah. what I'm about to tell everyone who's listening yeah. is mind-blowing, and right. therefore everything... It's like when war breaks out and they just mm-hmm. it, we interrupt this programme, right? This is newsflash stuff, mate. Right. Today... Mm which is Thursday the 4th of uh, March, 2021, both of us, without fucking knowing or corresponding on this, both got our cars MOT'd. We we did. We did. Mate, this is... If that's not newsflash stuff, then what the fuck is? I mean, what are the odds of that happening? Something like... It just makes no fucking sense, mate. This is... This is Sir John Cosmos... Fucking mm-hmm. playing games with us. He's like, yeah. fucking hell, this'll shit them up. I'm going to make does. them both get their fucking emo. Hey, and they could both fucking look at that as well. Because, you know, I don't know, Delaney's had that wing mirror out. He's Delaney's been going around with his rear indicator like faulty for the last three fucking months. He's not going to pass. That's the When was Cosmos. your MOT due? When is 28th it due? Of, t- 28th of Feb. So when really? like, we had it in on the 28th of Feb, it failed on two things. Oh, right, But they okay. needed to order a couple of parts. Right. And they, but do you know, I mean, the gutter for me is, is that I'm getting a new car because I, I have it on a sort of contract thing, right? right? And it's nearly up. So I exchange it for a newer model, right? Do you so want to do that sort or of not? Finger. Huh? You are. Do you want to do that? Because I, I was by cars. I don't know how that... 
leasing contract thing really works. Yeah, I've well, I got into it a few years ago. And once you're in it, it like you, it sort of has a psychological hold over you because yeah. you commit to a monthly amount that you're paying, yeah. right? And then, and you, you know, you get used to that as an overhead. Mm. Yeah, that's me car then, money. Yeah, that's your car money, right? Mm. You've written it off, right? I do silly sums like, well, think how much I'd be spending on Ubers. <laughs> Which doesn't really make sense in fucking lockdown, right? Fans. You don't go anywhere anyway. But at the moment, especially, it's really great because they all they no, they're not fucking shifting many cars. So that all they want to do when your contract's about to expire, they're mm. like, we just want you to get a fuck. We want you to stay with us and not just yeah. fuck off and decide like loads of people are because of lockdown. I don't even fucking want a car anymore, right? Yeah. Um, but I we do want a car. You, we will give you. The uh, the cart that that baddie has in Greece that's got the knives that come out of the wheels. You can have one of them. Same price as what you're paying now. What do you reckon? You've got to decide in six seconds, though. Has decide it got, now. Hang on. Has it, has it got flames painted down the side? Well, it hasn't, but we can get... i tell you what, I'll get that done for you. I'll chop that in free. All right, What's you've got name? yourself a fucking deal there, son. Crater face. You can have the same car as Crater face in Greece. And a sexy bird. The one who the one who's supposed to be his bird, but she ends up dancing with Travolta at the prom. You know the one. Yeah. Fucking dynamite she is. She, I so mean, fair passed... enough, she does look about 40, and you wonder to yourself, what they the fuck's do. she doing at high school? But, you know. Fucking crater faces in his early 50s, for fuck's sake. Yeah, but whatever. Maybe they were held back for being thick. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not an American. Anyway, do you um, want your car or don't you? Decide now. So anyway, they they basically said, look, I you know, I said, oh, well, I could drop it. And they go, well, just get the new car and carry on paying the same monthly amount as long as your current car's not too fucked. Yeah. So I said, all right. But I fucking had to add to them. But so the chain, the handover is happening next week. But in the meantime, you my MOT fell due and I had to uh. get it done and it failed. And the faulty indicator light was surprisingly costly. Oh, fucking hell. Really? How costly? Do you want to see it? Oh, like, well, look, I'd put it this way, right? This is the plastic that goes around the indicator at the rear on one side. can't remember which side it is, right? So just the red bit of plastic that goes around it. That's it. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I fucking probably smashed it reversing someone. When I drive, I drive a bit living out loud style. Living out loud, yeah, yeah. I was like, bang, fucking broken. So what? It's only a bit of plastic. I'm, I'm Sam Delaney. I drive alive. That's what I do. I drive alive, mate. Bang. See you later. I've got places to go. I'm not hanging around. Right. The kids are like, my, oh, my, Daddy, I heard something break. Good. That's life, kids. Sometimes things do have to break. Shows you're living life properly to the max. I might have given you a little tap as I drove past there. I'm not even sorry. You shouldn't have got on my way. If you don't like it, don't use the roads. So These, but you've got it, it it's through. It's fucking anarchy. Yeah, anyway, well, I'll let you have. I'm not. I feel. I feel embarrassed to admit how much this bit of plastic is going to cost. Just have a guess, fault. and I'll tell you if you're close or don't, not. Don't be embarrassed. It's not your fault at all. I'll say. I'll say ninety quid. More. Hundred and forty. More. Hundred and ninety-five. More. Oh fuck off. Two hundred and seventy. Less. I can't remember exactly, but it's it's about 200. Just Fuck. over 200. 
And by the way, this wasn't one of those ones with the manufacturer. The manufacturer, I said, listen, mate, I've got this fucking thought. I'm not getting it MOT before I give it back to you. Why can't you get it MOT'd? And he's like, well, you know, it's still yours until we do the deal. And I yeah. said, fuck's sake. He goes, it'll sail for anyway. I said, no, because I fucked up the indicator light, I didn't fucking, I? I fucking hit someone. I fucking <laughs> smashed it. I'm saying, the lady, of course my indicator lights are fucked. How do you think I drive? Like a fucking grandma, right? <laughs> I'm West Ham, mate. I drive around... <laughs> I've got to keep my eye out for fucking Millwall everywhere I go. I ain't got time to fucking do all the niceties <laughs> of the highway code. <laughs> right? So he's like, well, I understand, Mr. Delay. <laughs> um, listen, yeah, you've got one of them rear camera fucking things so I can see out the back, see if Millwall are tailing me when I'm driving a bat. <laughs> what? What, like a oh, wind mirror? Oh, one of my mates got something called a Millwall cam, Yeah. And he sticks it in his motor and it means that... Because they'll creep up on you, won't they? And they all have cars with knives that come out the wheels. So you've got to be double fucking careful. Especially if you go south of the river. <laughs> They're fucking mill everywhere with fucking flick knives coming out of their motors. So, anyway, he yeah. said to me, listen. He went, just don't... He went, do yourself a favour. Don't get it done here at the manufacturer's. He goes, because they'll sell you, like, the fucking manufacturer bit of plastic. Two grand. He went, just get it done at your local garage. Fuck it. Hand the mm. car in to us. We don't care. No one's going to check. So I said, fucking right. So I took it there, and they just gave me generic plastic. And it was really? 200 quid. That's I know it sounds like I've been mugged off, but I had a ring round, too. And it yeah. was like, mate, you're facing a 200 quid indicator like. And, and I know that loads of people are going to fucking email and text about this. right? Oh, like God. getting Lampard about the amount I've, caught, I've spent. But it is what it is, yeah? It yeah. is what it fucking well, is. I mean, I think we just need to start muting people on Twitter for the slightest transgression. <laughs> I've been muting people increasingly on my for Twitter account. For any communication. Just, just any, anything that displeases me even slightly. Yeah, instant mute. You don't get the speed. There will be people again. who start telling me where I went wrong yeah. with this transaction. Yeah, of course. And the thing yeah. is, the transaction's done. And it's such a male thing, that, as well. Do you know what I mean? It's blokes. You wouldn't yeah, oh, hardly yeah, yeah. ever get a woman who te- who wants to spend the time, because she's got enough to fucking do in her own life. So she's Never, not going to think, oh, I must go onto Twitter or email and yeah. tell someone the mistake they have made in their decision-making, mm. right? Mm. Because... Women generally tend to be fucking adults, yeah, yeah, right, and all, and and there'll be a dozen blokes fucking itching to jump mm. on to some either the email or Twitter or Patreon or something to tell me where I went wrong without stopping to think. Well, it's yeah. done now. I've spent the money. The decision's made. So, what good yeah. is it going to do you, right? But they want, to, even though they don't know you, and I don't know, they want to feel like, yeah, I'm a fuck, I'm superior. I'm right. important. I've done something here. I've I'm achieved important. something. And he will know that the next time he has a decision to make, he will come to me. Well, he careful what you wish for, right? Because you'd be fucking muted, son. Mate, go. and careful what you wish for, because if I did come to you, right, in future and think, oh, he's a good resource, then it'd be a fucking nightmare. You don't want Sam Delaney having your fucking phone number and ringing you up asking you shit all the time. It'll drive around a fucking bed. it'll never stop. It won't stop. It'll go on for ages. Do you know what I mean? You're better off out of it. Don't get involved with me. <laughs> Don't be what I believe they call a reply guy. Do hmm. not fucking be a reply guy. There's nothing that's going to create more contempt. 
Is that someone you, on Twitter who sees you. someone write something and they feel like they have to fucking click reply and yeah. comment every time? Yeah, yeah. Exactly right. that. Yeah. Yeah, because there's nothing that will fucking create more contempt towards you than someone like that. Just a tip, you know, we're both media professionals, you and I. I've worked in social media at the core mm. face of it right from the beginning. I know what works and what doesn't. Just saying. Um, I've got a relative follows- who only recently I realised was on Twitter um, and it was one of those situations where I saw, maybe I saw that she'd like to tweet and I thought, is that, this is, this is a, a, you know, a close relative and I thought, that's weird. All these mm. years. She, so I looked, I went, fucking hell, she's been on Twitter for years, lurking about, right? Ooh. Never interacting. Oh. You know, has like 42 followers but follows yeah. quite a lot of people, right? So been I thought, this is interesting. Yeah. She's been looking at all this shit Right, yeah. following my tweets, whatever. Maybe she has, maybe she hasn't. So I thought, right, what's she been up to in this time? She's probably just one of those people who never logs on. That's what I thought. So I thought, I'll have a little look at this. So I clicked on it, mate. And she followed only celebrities, right? Right, yeah. The sort, how to describe what kind of celebrity? Very clear. The sort of celebrities who are rotating sort of guests or presenters or reporters on the one show. <laughs> Strong. All right. So she's just like, it, you know, if you're that geezer Richard Osmond or whatever his name is, you're like, yeah. oh, he's a national treasure. Right. Yeah. That's that sort of thing. Anyone who's someone who listens to Radio 4 would describe it, you know, Someone, someone who, who's like wet dreams are about Claire Baldwin. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> and by the way, I've got no problem with Osmond, Claire Baldwin or anyone. I'm just trying to reflect what this person's Twitter setup was, right? But, <laughs> and I haven't got a problem with any, either with the relative, sounds like I'm being snarky, I am. Well, either the relative or the celebrity she follows. But here was the thing that fascinated me, was I thought I had no idea she'd been on Twitter. It turns out she'd been on Twitter for 10 years. She follows all these celebrities. And then when I looked at what she tweeted, I thought, actually, probably the sort of person who never tweets. Oh, she tweets all right. And this is what she tweets. Every time any of these celebrities, be it Charles Brandreth, right, (laughs) be it Alan Jones, right, be it Stephen Fry, be it any of these people, right. They do the one shot. She fucking replies to all of them with a little witty remark. Oh, my God. As if they're going to fucking read them and and pay attention. It's a full-time thing, from what I can tell, which is strange because, she's, you know, she's got a life. She's busy. She's got a job, blah, blah, blah. But fuck me, mate. This goes back years. And it was like suddenly... It's like when you read... I don't know if you've ever... You know, there's these books that are always like family... The amount of books you see in Waterstones that say a, a, a thrilling family saga, right? Mm. It's always about some family who have been who have been living alive for years, and suddenly a dark secret is unearthed, yeah. and it turns out that one person in the family had a completely separate double life that you never yeah. knew about, in, often until after they're yeah. dead. That's what's going on there. That's it's what's like, happening. All this time, yeah. you had I no thought idea. what I thought of you as one thing, and now I see that all of these years you've been secretly attempting to communicate with Richard yeah. Osmond off of Pointless <laughs> via Twitter. You've been trying to lure him into some sort of interaction by writing faux-witty comments in response to everything he tweets. Fucking hell. And I and then, never fucking knew. 
But then when you when these people are they're corrected and stopped in their tracks and asked to think about what they're doing, whether it's the reply guy or it's someone like that who's replying to everything that celebrities do, they mm. always come back with a thing where they say, I think you'll find that Twitter is actually a public platform. It oh, was designed yeah. for interaction and conversation. Fuck off. Yeah, yeah. but God. that's not that's that's not that's how next level. conversation works, though. Jalapeño. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Jalapeño. I think of it as like when I started at sixth form, when I went to sixth form college to do my A levels, right? There was a common room there, right? Mm. And it was fuck it was like a pen in a prison. It was just this fucking huge room, right? And they're basically yeah. like, you know, when you're at school. For kiddies, there was a playground. This is like that, but it's a room with a roof, right? And you get to all sit down. When you're not doing a lesson, all fucking pile in there. And, and over you, in and the corner, they'll sell they'll sell you a cup of tea for ten pence and exactly. a topic. Exactly, and it was also like, and because you're sixteen, feel free to to have fags as well. So you yeah. go in, and because <laughs> because it's clothes. still the nineties, because it's the early nineties, there's no fucking smoking ban. So go all, all fucking crowd into this room and smoke your fucking heads off and keep your mouth shut. Because you're 16, the teachers you are on a break. clever, you thick yeah. cunts. So everyone pines the room, and it was like it was like a scene from a prison film. Because you know, on the first day yeah. when I was sixteen, you'd walk in and and then like you know, some of, some of the people in there looked a lot older, and yeah. a lot of the people at the college I went to didn't go to that college. It was a place where local. Young people would come it was to hang just out. Like a drop-in centre. Yeah, it was like because there was no there was no security on the. Yeah, exactly. Door you could just walk in. It's yeah, a fucking college. Yeah, so yeah. What happened was people from that area and the surrounding mm. areas they'd go to this place. They'd t- yeah. come to our college and they'd just fucking walk in, hang around because if you think of it, it's a youth club, yeah. And yeah. they had they usually it's because they had mates who went there and they go, "Oh, we'll come and hang around in your." common room right yeah so it's yeah. quite intimidating and there was lots and there was it was always for the smoke and there was quite a lot of drug taking and drug dealing which was another reason people went there right yeah. so on my first day i went in and and like you get in any school or environment any environment in life it was quite clearly divided into factions right mm-hmm. so you had just like when you see a prison film there's a hispanic gang isn't there then there's the yeah. white supremacists right yeah then there's a black gang and then there's mm-hmm. like maybe I don't know, maybe there's a I don't know like there's different I've forgotten all the other types of prison gang there are, but in in college you know in the early nineties you know, oh they're those are the kids over there they're all into fucking rave and that lot over there are all into fucking Kurt Cobain 
and yeah, that yeah. lot over there are just quite scary and intimidating and I think they have knives and and yeah. those lot over there are like the arty crowd whatever whatever what I didn't do was just fucking walk up to the, to a crowd that where I knew no one and had little right. in common listened in on what they were saying said well actually I have an opinion on what you just said Mr. Drug Dealer oh, oh, oh. and it'd be mate what are you fucking talking about who the fuck are you? Well, I think you'll find that this is called a common room, which means we are all free to be in here and interact. It's a room designed for social interaction. Within these walls, within these walls, we are all free men of the land, and our opinions are all equal, and we can express them as such. But that's it. How, how do you? That's the thing, though. When you start a sixth form and you don't know anyone there, how do you get to know people? I thought I can't remember how it works. It happens, but how does it happen? Nah. Well, I, I did. I mainly knew people Not from school because my school didn't have a sixth form. So, yeah. but but yeah, I suppose like sometimes you'd meet people in lessons who seemed all right. Yeah, but that then, was it. That's like, how, that was it. Yeah. How do you, you go? Get I was, to someone. I, I was having a laugh with my daughter the other day because she talks about this. Right? She talks about you know she's like saying to me after lockdown what I'd like to do. I said, well, you know, when you go back to school after all this mm. time, what are you hoping to do? Do you see it differently? Blah, blah. And she said, I'd like to make some new different friends. Like, I've been there three years now. I've got a, a <laughs> friendship. Sick of this lot. <laughs> well, I don't want to get into that. But she did say that she'd had the same group of mates. She went, I, I would like to meet different friends with different yeah. interests. Yeah, just what, basically she was saying, I'd like to widen my friendship group. And I said, exactly, yeah, that's yeah. a really nice idea. And she went, yeah, but the thing is, she went, how do you make new friends right and I said well <laughs> yeah. you've got friends you must have made them at some point do you remember yeah. she goes no I've no idea so it's basically what you're saying I've no idea yeah. so we started fucking around and, and she's quite shy my daughter in social situations she's not in the house but in so in big groups she's one of those people who's sort of quite shy and she was like yeah I mean what am I supposed to do <laughs> and I was winding her up saying Stand at the front window, right, because it's quite nice to make friends out of school. I said, and if you see any teenagers walking past, I said, just bang on the window and wave at them, smiling. <laughs> That's how we used to make friends when I was younger. <laughs> she was, ta- she knew I was taking the piss, and she went, to be fair to her, she went, you know what I'm going to do when I go back to school? I said, what? She went, I'm going to get a little bell, right, and I'm going to call it my friendship bell. And when I see other kids walking past who I want to make friends with, I'm going to ring my little friendship bell at them. And that's the signal that I'm open to making friends. Open to friendship. Open to friendship Friendship bell. Ding-a-ling-a-ling. Ding-a-ling-a-ling. Would you like to be my friend? (laughs) You should be able to do that, though. Please say yes. Yeah, you should be able to go to people and maybe just open your palms outwards towards them. As a mm. gesture of openness, and just show them, and just as if you've got a little bird in your palm of your hand, and just show them, and then they know that you're open to friendship, and you know you don't have to listen to the fucking. You know, bell. with with friendship, I actually feel for my daughter because I think people say like a very common thing is for men, men like us, men of our age, a thing that people say is, oh, you know, middle aged men they don't have many mates. It's always a joke. My kids are always going to me. You haven't got any friends, right? <laughs> Right, they're always I'm giving me shit over that. I've got to stop you there, Sam. And I'm like this. I've got to stop you there. I can't oh, hear a word you're saying. On. I think you've gone on a mute. Can you hear me now? Yeah, you're back now. Yeah, yeah. you cut out as well. Yeah. All right. Um, 
I don't know where you cut out there, but you know, people often say that middle-aged men are lonely. They don't have friends, and they disappear yeah. into their own world, and they don't really know. And it's really tough to make new friends. And I don't know about your kids. My kids are always winding me up about being friendless. Right? They yeah. love that. They go, "Oh, you haven't got any mates, have you?" And you know, whatever. It's quite funny. But <clears throat> no one's got any mates at the minute. We're all indoors all the time. Fuck's sake. No, yeah. But the truth is, I actually think that making friends is weird. Like, yeah, how do you do it? But I find it, I feel worse for my daughter, who's 13. Because if I look back, I think it's really hard to make friends when you're a teenager because there is a sort of a, a, a kind of a a higher, an unspoken hierarchy or division of people yeah. in school or wherever, right? Are you in? Yeah. Are you out? Do you mix with that group or this group, right? And you're awkward as well because you're still very self-conscious about how you're perceived. <clears throat> but... In many ways, the middle-aged man, you and I, we have long since stopped giving a fuck what anyone thinks of us. Um, Absolutely. I, I mean, I've said before, I have no concern for... Di- I think dignity is the most overrated thing in life. I, I have no dignity left, and I, I don't no. care, right? Yeah. And so in, in many ways, I think it's actually easier to make friends in some ways for men like us, because really I will glass- yeah, and I don't give a fuck out someone, start chatting to them. Next thing you know, if we're getting on all right, having a bit of a laugh, I'll be like, do you want to be mates then? <laughs> yeah. Right? If not, I think move fuck. on. Move on to the next cut. And they go, no thanks, that's a bit, I, yeah. I was getting on with you until you said that, now you just seem yeah. weird. All right, all right, fuck it. I don't, don't blame you. <laughs> yeah. I'm quite boring anyway. You're better off out of it, mate. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I don't, you don't care, like, we don't care about rejection. No. Do we? But no, when no, I was no. 13, I was terrified of rejection. Mm. So in many ways, we, you know, maybe, you know, you said that as the po- outside of lockdown, the podcast move on and you had this idea that we should start taking on challenges like learning Spanish, right? Yeah. Learning things. Let's, as a future project on this show, right? We don't have to start yeah. now, but once lockdown's over and we're back to normality, <clears throat> right. let's do a friendship challenge. <laughs> Fucking hell. Where we compete with each other to make a new friend. Just one new friend. One new friend. And is it it got to be in real life and not on social media? It's got to be in real life. We'll have certain criteria for what qualifies it. And and the final thing is you have to get them recorded and play it out on a message admitting that you are friends. That they are your friend. (laughs) This could take a number of months, if not years. Yeah, it's a slow burn, but it's a recurring content, right? I mean, yeah, we could even yeah. do a weekly episode called The Friendship <laughs> Race. The thread, thread of episodes, yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, and it's a right. contest. And who can, out of us, it's a race to make a new mm-hmm. friend. And it's basically between me and you, who can make the friend quit first? Do we make them quit? No, make them first. I was going to say quickest. What I meant was oh, who quickest. can get them said, to commit to I, being our friend quickest. I thought you said get them to commit and then get them to break up the friendship Without them no. knowing. Will they know that it's part of a challenge or not? I would say no. All right, okay, fair enough. Yeah. Yeah, I could do that, probably. So you have to secretly record them okay. <laughs> on the day that you get them to go on record. It's like, you know, when you see undercover cops and you go, you have mm. to have them on record saying, yeah, yeah I will sell you the drugs. Because if not, yeah. we won't be able to prosecute in court, right? It's the same thing yeah. with this. You need to secretly record your target... Your yeah. mark, you'll you'll identify a mark, right? Got to be called Mark. <laughs> no, he's a mark, oh, and right. then in your friendship grift, right? And you will, yeah. 
and I need them. Or we we both need like, on record going like you'll be going. So we've been hanging around with each other quite a lot, haven't we? And they'll go, yeah, yeah I suppose we have. Yeah, it's been quite good fun. We've had some good times. Yeah, yeah, we have. Yeah, um, I enjoy your company. Do you enjoy mine? Um, yeah. If I ever <laughs> needed a favour, like say a lift to the airport at short notice, mm. would you? Would you? Would you be someone I could call and rely on for that? Yeah, yeah, of course, mate. Of course, great, great. So what I'm building up to here is: uh, Are we mates? Yes or no? Yes. I think you need. Can you to, say the think, full sentence though? Yes, we are mates. No. Okay. I think yes, we are mates. mates. Good. There's a difference between mates and friend. Mates is a kind of it's got a casualness about it. I think you've got to have them saying the word friend because there's a there's a lot more emotional weight yeah, to the right. word friend than there is you're mate. Right. You make so a I good point. Okay, get to so say, I am yeah, your you can, friend. You can get anyone to admit to being your mate, can't you? Yeah, I think so. But yeah, we'll do that. I mean, I, I've got to admit, in the last episode of um, Athletico Parsnips, the the mm. subscription thing I do with Bob, one of the questions I asked him was, "Bob, can I count on you as a friend?" Mm. And he just quick as a flash, he just said, "No." no. <laughs> and I I admire him for that. So well, uh, that is I admire, the, I admire him because you do have to set boundaries in your life. Definitely, you know, he did that I, there and then. I yeah. was only saying the other day that I'm, I in in over the years have been, I've caused problems for myself by being too yeah. keen to sort of say to people, yeah, yeah, you can count on me, and that mm. sounds like I'm trying to make myself out to be quite a giving, selfless person, right, like a humble brag, but it's not. Do you know what it's driven by? Ego, my ego. Because yeah. I like the idea of being, yeah, I'm the kind of guy anyone can come to and I'll fix things from, you know, kind of like Mr. Wolf in uh, Pop Fidget, right? And so I'm always like, yeah, yeah, I can sort that out for you, mate. I can sort that out for you. And it's not fucking kindness. It's ego. And yeah. all it does, right, is create aggro and fucking it headaches for yeah. me because I'm trying to be fucking the man, right? But that comes and back to the reply takes- guys on Twitter. It's, it's ego. Yeah. It takes a stronger man, it takes a better man or woman to just say, like Bob did to you, mm. no. No. Can't, can't count you. on me. No. And can't. not even give an explanation. That's the other thing. Because I often, if I say no to someone, which I don't do enough, I then feel compelled or obliged yeah. to yeah. start offering up an explanation as to why I can't do that thing. Yeah. Instead yeah. of just having the balls to do what you just described, Bob is just going, no. Yeah, I mean, he did. He did qualify. He said he doesn't like to leave his house very much, and if mm. I had a problem that was outside of the environment of his house, he he couldn't help. Simple as that. So therefore, uh, I can't count on him. That so is, you can't, you can't ask for more than that, can you? That's beautiful. Yeah, and in, isn't it? In a yeah. weird way, I think that shows what a great friend he is. Exactly. He feels yeah. comfortable enough with you yeah. to be honest. Totally. Mm. Yeah, totally, and that's what it's all about. Uh, this has been the Melchester Odyssey. We haven't touched on the Roy of the Rovers at all in this episode, no. and I'm quite proud of that. Yeah, um, I think we've got go. through a lot of important data, though. We have. We have. Mm. Uh, and we'll have another go at the Melchester next week. So uh, thanks for listening, everyone. Mate, just before uh, we wrap out, though, just real quick, did yeah. you pass your MOT? Yeah, needed two new tyres, but that was it. And for a 13-year-old Skoda Octavia, I'm very happy. Did you get new tyres or part-worn? Uh, there were budget tyres. Mm, okay. So that that in itself is a story. You know what I mean? 
We'll do tyres next mean? week. Who knows? Um, tyres so is a great you've subject. We're now both roadworthy, yeah? We're both roadworthy, thank God. And we okay. should promote this podcast as being um, a podcast by t- owners of two roadworthy vehicles. <laughs> That's all we need to say. Check um, with the DVLA. We're fucking bulletproof. Yeah. Or up the floor. <laughs> up to speed <laughs> so that's it thanks for listening everyone and uh, be careful on the roads won't you and remember to practice self care have a bath up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi now that's music to my mouth hello fresh let's get this dinner party started discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com 